Hey guys, it's Mrs. Pittenger, and I'm really excited to be able to come to you from another one of my favorite places. I'm at my church, and behind me is a mosaic. It's a piece of art that was made by my dad. And my dad had a lot of talents that God gave to him to tell others about Jesus. One of them was art. Do you see the hand of God the Father? Do you see the cross of Jesus? Do you see the dove that reminds us of the Holy Spirit? with the triangle for our triune three-in-one God. Isn't that neat? In today's Bible story, we are going to look at how God gave special talent to another one of his servants, to a man named Samson, to save his people from the Philistines. Our story today comes, again, from God's Word. It comes from the book of Judges, Chapters 13, 14, and 15. It's okay if this week when you read it, it takes you more than one sitting to read all three chapters. Break it up a little bit and see if you can get it all knocked out this week. Because how cool that you get to read God's very own word. So last week we talked about Gideon and how God used Gideon and 300 men to defeat the Midianites. After that, God's people had 40 years of peace. What a blessing. But then people stopped. They stopped learning about God. They stopped spending time in his word. They stopped trusting in Jesus as their savior. Because when we read God's word, we learn about Jesus and how much he loves us. Because they stopped, they started believing other things. They started believing in idols, false gods, and God allowed the Philistines to come and to rule over them for 40 years. During that time, there was a husband and a wife who had no children. That's such a hard thing for people who want to be parents, to not be able to have kids. The Bible says that the angel of the Lord came to the wife. But eek, time out! What is the angel of the Lord? Remember, we're always looking for Jesus when we're in his word. And whenever you read about the angel of the Lord, that's Jesus every single time. So Jesus came to this wife and he said, you're going to have a baby, a special baby. I'm going to use this child to save my people. And because he's going to be set apart, he's going to have to be following some special rules. Rules like no wine, no alcohol. There are some foods that he can't eat. And he should never, ever cut his hair. It was part of the Nazarite vow. Even his mother, when she was pregnant, wasn't supposed to drink any wine or eat any of those foods that were forbidden for her son. And so when God sent Samson, to his family. They followed those rules. He was set apart and God gave him a special gift. The Bible says the spirit of the Lord came upon him and gave him strength, great strength. But Samson was a person and people are sinful and Samson was sinful too. Samson went out one day and he saw a woman who he thought was beautiful. But here's the trouble. This woman did not believe that Jesus was going to come. She didn't believe that Jesus was going to wash her sins away. And Samson's family, his mom and dad said, Samson, not a good idea. 
not a good idea to marry someone who doesn't believe in the true God. Samson didn't care. He wanted to marry this woman, so he kept bugging his parents, and finally, they said yes. The Bible says it was actually God's plan for Samson to marry this woman because it was part of the way that God was going to defeat the Philistines and to free his people. So this is what happened. One day, Samson went down to visit this woman who lived in a Philistine town before their wedding. And on the way, the Bible says that a lion sprang on him and attacked him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Samson and he used that God-given strength to tear the lion apart. I can't even imagine how strong you'd have to be to be able to do that. The Bible says Samson didn't tell anyone about when he tore the lion apart. He just went and visited the woman that he was going to marry. Sometime later, Samson and his mom and his dad went down for the wedding. And on the way, they went on the same road and they passed the spot where Samson had killed the lion. When he got there, he looked and he saw that inside the lion, honeybees had made a hive. And there was honey right there in the lion's dead carcass, in his body. And so Samson scooped some of that honey out. He ate it, gave it to his mom, his dad, they ate it. Still didn't tell them where it had come from. Didn't tell them about the lion he had killed. And he went down to get married. In those days, a wedding was a big deal. It lasted for seven days. They had a big feast. The Bible says that there were 30 people in Samson's wedding party, and they were all Philistines. Well, as part of the party, Samson thought it would be a good idea to play a little mind game, to give them a little riddle. He said this, hey, okay, guys, you 30 men, I'm going to tell you a riddle. And if you agree that you're going to try to solve it, and you don't, you will each have to buy me a new set of clothes. And Samson said, if you figure it out during the seven-day wedding, then I will buy each of you a new set of clothes. And so the guy said, sure, that's like a great idea. We can figure out your old riddle. And what is it? Samson said, here's the riddle. Out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. What in the world could that mean? So the men pondered it. They talked about it. And three whole days passed. They couldn't figure it out. But these were not godly men, and they did not act like godly men. They really didn't want to buy new clothes for Samson, and so they went to his bride during the wedding feast and said, if you don't tell us the answer to this riddle, we're going to kill you and your family. Oh my goodness, how terrifying, how scary, how sad, and that upset bride went to her husband and she was crying and she said, you don't love me. Here you had this riddle and you want my people to answer it. You didn't even tell your own bride. And Samson said, I didn't tell my mom and dad. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell you. But she was so upset and so persistent and kept bugging and bugging and bugging Samson until finally he told her the answer to the riddle. And she, of course, went and told 
those 30 men. On day seven, the men knew the answer and they came to Samson. They said, Samson, we've been thinking. And what is stronger than a lion? And what's sweeter than honey? And when Samson heard that, he was furious. And he knew how they had found out also. He was so angry. And the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came on him and he went into the Philistine town and he killed 30 Philistine men. And he took their clothing and he said, here you go, guys. You answered my riddle. Here's your new clothes. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine if 30 people from your town were killed? Over a riddle, the people were angry. And so was Samson. He went back to live with his dad and left his bride there. Well, a little bit of time passed and Samson decided, huh, I guess maybe I do want to be married to her after all. Went back to get his bride. And when he got there, bad news. His wife was married to his best man. And her dad said, sorry, Samson. I thought you didn't love her anymore, didn't want her, so I let her marry this other guy. But if you want, you can marry your sister. She's pretty cute. Samson was ticked off again, and he went again with the Spirit of the Lord because God was using Samson to free his people from their enemies, the Philistines, the unbelieving Philistines. And so Samson went, and he caught 300 foxes. You'd have to be pretty strong, and I think pretty quick, to catch a fox. He caught 300 of them, and then he tied their tails together in pairs. So there were 150 pairs of foxes tied together at the tail. Then he took a torch and put one torch between the tails of every pair of foxes, and then he lit them on fire. So there were 150 pairs of foxes with a lit torch on their tail. Can you imagine what they did? You guys, they ran! And they ran through the fields and burned them up. They ran through the vineyards. Vineyards are where grapes grow. And burned them up. They ran through the olive groves and they burned them up. Pretty much all of their sources of food were destroyed. That would be a pretty big way to destroy a people, would be to not have any food for them. Well, the Philistines were not very happy. And Samson killed some more people, and then, more Philistines, and then went and hid in a cave. And he went and hid in a cave near an area where God's people, the Israelites, were living. And the Philistine army found out where he was, and they were determined to get Samson. And the Israelite people were afraid because they thought they're going to destroy our community. And they went to Samson and they said, Samson, you've got to turn yourself in. Samson said, if you won't kill me, you can tie me up and you can turn me over to the Philistines. And so that's what's happened. They tied Samson up in two brand new strong ropes. And the Bible says that they had Samson. They were bringing him to hand them over to their enemies, to the Philistines. The Philistines saw that Samson, this great victorious guy who had done so much damage, killed so many people, destroyed so many crops, was theirs. 
But then the Spirit of the Lord came on Samson, and those ropes like melted off of him like nothing. He burst out of the ropes, and the Bible says that Samson grabbed a jawbone of a donkey. That's an unusual weapon. And he used it like a club to slay 1,000 Philistines with a donkey jawbone. God used Samson's strength in amazing ways to free his people. God gave Samson that gift of strength. And for 20 years, Samson was the judge, the ruler of God's people. He gave him courage and strength. So what about you guys? What gifts has God given you? Maybe he's given you a gift of music. Maybe you can play an instrument or you like to sing. Maybe he's given you the gift to be a good cook. Talk with your family about the gifts that you have and how could you use those gifts to love other people? Not as a way to wash your sins away. There's only one Savior and you're not it. <laughs> There's only one Savior, but God still gives us ways to show love to others and that's a way to show love to him. Say thanks, Jesus, for being our Savior. You know, whenever we spend time together in God's word, our job is to look for Jesus. Certainly, Jesus is there in his word when he came to Samson's parents and told them that Samson was going to come and rescue God's people. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 11, God says, I, I am the Lord, and besides me, there is no savior. Samson didn't save God's people from their sins, but he is something called a type of Christ. What that means is that by looking at Samson's life, you can see some things that make you think and see Jesus. Samson was a miraculous birth. His parents could not have children. And then God did a miracle and he gave them a child. Jesus was a miracle birth too, and his birth was announced by an angel. But his birth was far more miraculous because his father is God and his mother is Mary. Samson was designed and set apart by God to save his people from their enemy, Philistines. Jesus is God's answer to our enemy, to sin, to death, to the devil. And better than using 300 fox or a donkey jawbone to kill people, God sent his son, Jesus, to live a perfect life. That's not what Samson had. To live a perfect life and to die so that we don't have to. Because when Jesus died, he took your sins and mine and Samson's and he washed them away so that we are a free people, a people who can live joyful lives in him. Will you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for teaching us about Samson. Thank you for giving us gifts that we can use 
to love you and to serve you by loving and serving others. Thank you for serving us by saving us from our enemy. Help us to always see you, our Savior, when we spend time in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. See you next week when we'll learn more about Samson. And best of all, more about Jesus, our Savior. Bye, guys. <laughs>